0: CALL somebody I'M
1: back, baby! Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity.
0: Woo! Ah. Woo! Ah. And welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Stefan G, and you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity, right here on the Promised Life Network. Listen, I'm not even supposed to be on the radio today. I'm sick. My throat is scratchy. I'm sure you can tell by listening to my voice that I should not be on the radio today. I'm I'm nasally, I'm speaking through my nose, all kinds of stuff, but I can't take this talk about the pool party any longer. I can't take the direction that the conversation has gone about this pool party any longer. It's just unbelievable to me, and this is a special edition, a moment of clarity. Um, let me get the formalities out of the way. Mormon of Clarity brought to you by SiteGeeks. Psych SiteGeeks.com. Get your website reviewed at SiteGeeks.com. Ensure that your website is doing what it's supposed to do. Make sure your website achieves its purpose. SiteGeeks.com for more information. See how terrible I did that? I should not be on the radio today. That was an awful live read. But I'm on the radio today because of this pool party in McKinney, Texas. I'm on the radio today because people have lost their ever-loving minds about this pool party in McKinney, Texas. I'm on the radio today because I can't stand the way the conversation has started to morph about this pool party in McKinney, Texas. So first, let me let me get this out of the way first. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, it was a freaking pool party. Okay. Party party. It was not an intellectual gathering. It was not a study session. It was a party. So for everybody that, that claims first, let me tell you what side I'm on. I'm on the side that says that the officer's actions were completely unjustified. In case you didn't know me already, I'm sure if you've listened to the show enough, you already know where I stand on that. I believe the officer's actions were completely and totally and unbelievably unjustified. From the minute I saw the video when I woke up, what was it, Thursday morning, Friday morning? I don't even remember what morning it was. But from the minute I woke up and saw that video, I was completely and totally disgusted. And I believe that there was a racial aspect to the way that officer acted. Let me go ahead and get that out on the plate right now. So if you want to hit stop, if you don't want to listen anymore because of that particular statement that I just made, go ahead and hit stop now because it's only going to get worse. Trust me when I tell you my frustration level is at a 15 on this. No, don't hit stop. Listen, because you, if you want to hit stop, you're probably the person that needs to listen to this most. So keep listening. But... The way this officer reacted to a group of children, let me reemphasize that word, children. Let me say it once again, children. Just because they look big to you doesn't mean they're not children. And I'm specifically speaking to the folks that believe that this officer's actions were justified. Or the people that would say, yes, he overreacted, but the kids should have X, Y, and Z. We're talking about 14 and 15 year old children. Children. they are barely teenagers. You don't become a teenager until 13. So at 14 and 15, you are just now solidified in your teenagerdom. Children. These are not 17-year-olds. These are not 19-year-olds. These are 14 and 15-year-old kids. Now, let me, let, me, let me calm down a little bit. Let me talk about the facts. The facts of the story as they are being portrayed. First of all, um, there were numerous kids at the pool party. Um, from, what I am being, from what is being reported, Now, this young lady, she wanted to have a pool party for the last day of school. Her mom said yes. They hired a DJ. They went to the community pool. She put it out on Twitter. Everybody who was following her on Twitter, all her friends that went to school with her and said, hey, I'm having a party. If you want to come, show up. We'll be cooking out. We'll have a DJ. It's going to be great, right? Something that has probably happened a billion times across this country, a billion times, a billion times. Whether it's graduation, whether it's into school, whether it's birthday, whether it's quinceanera, whether it's some type of celebration. Some kid, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, has asked their parents if they can have a party. Their parents said yes. They went to the community pool. They started cooking out. They invited all their friends. That happens all the time. Now, apparently the people who live in the community, some of the white people. Yes, I'm going to use the word white. Sorry if you're offended. Some of the white people who live in the community were upset because let's let's go ahead and give the benefit of the doubt. We're upset because there were so many people in the community pool that did not live in the neighborhood. Right. Right relatively understandable i would expect those adults would then say ah it's the end of the year school end of school year pool party let the kids have some fun but no no those are not the rules Ah, you know what the kids are blowing off some steam they've been in school all year let them have a good time no 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 those are not the rules so these adults felt that it was necessary to enforce the rules on these kids but that's not exactly what the issue was it's not exactly what the issue was. And that has been verified by the people at the pool party. And one of the biggest problems that I'm having with this story is I'm reading the stories on the left side of the media, and I'm reading the stories on the right side of the media, and I'm reading the stories down the middle. And what I'm finding is, of course, the left side of the media is is brut- using words like brutality and, and destruction and, and all kinds of things like that. They are sensationalizing the event. Granted, like I said, the way this officer handed himself was completely unjustified, and he should have never put his hands on that child. However, I would not conduct it as brutality. She did not walk away with blood streaming from her eyeballs and her ears, okay? Okay. However, the people on the right are also saying things like, "Oh, the kids were doing alcohol and drugs on the scene and they were, you know, hopping the fence to get into the party and they were acting a fool and they were cursing at the adults." And there's absolutely no verification that any of that happened either. So, who what's got me upset is that everybody's lying. Everybody's lying. And the problem is they're lying when they have eyewitness accounts of what happened. The kid who recorded the video, the white kid, bless his soul, who recorded the video that we have all watched, spoke out. And this is what he had to say.
1: Walks over to this group of kids and tells them all to sit on the ground and puts them all on the ground. And um, then, like, the cop walks further down the street trying to get more people, like, to question and um, all the kids that he first sat down all got up and started running away. So then the cop, that's when I started filming, when the cop's running back, he trips and drops his flashlight. And then um, he's just going crazy, putting people in handcuffs, um, tackling people, slinging them to the ground. And, um, yeah
0: that's where the problem started right there so if we can get off of the fact that this police officer was in fear of his life that's complete bs okay if this and i've said this before with other uh law enforcement issues that we've had in the past i've said this before when this subject has come up when other people have lost their lives Due to the unjustified use of force by law enforcement, if he felt like he was in fear for his life, he needs to resign today. He is not fit to be a police officer. Can I tell you a secret? One of the reasons that I am not a police officer, one of the reasons that I do not work for the fire department, one of the reasons that I never signed up for the military is because I'm too freaking afraid. I'm too scared to do so. I am in fear for my life. I'm a punk. Call me a punk. I'm a punk. And it's one of the reasons that I appreciate, I appreciate without fail what our first responders and what our military go through on a regular basis. The reason I appreciate it is because I am a punk and I would not do it if he was in fear for his life, he needs to resign now. He is not fit to be a police officer. If a bunch of teenagers who jump up and run away from you after you've sat them down, make you in fear for your life, you're not not fit for the job. You are not fit for the job, period, period. You are not fit for the job. So you got numerous kids at the pool party It's been reported on numerous accounts, numerous accounts, numerous accounts from the very first reports that I read all the way up to when the young girl who was holding the party spoke out on camera. It's been reported numerous times that the adults were using racial slurs, telling the kids that they needed to go back to their Section 8 housing, telling the kids things like get used to these bars because you'll be seeing them soon, telling kids, calling them niggers and things like that. Reported numerous times by numerous different people who were at the party. Yet, my white friends, hello, white friends, I hope you're still listening, continue to act like that didn't happen and continue to act like that is not a part of the story. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is a part of the story. In fact, it is such a major part of the story that it is the reason that the police were called. If you look at the reports that are going around about this story, it is the reason the police were called, as spoken by the person who organized the party.
1: To sum it up, when I went to go get my key pass from someone, this lady was saying racial slurs to... Some friends that came to the cookout. What kind of slurs was she saying? She was she was saying things such as black effort, and that's why you live in section eight homes. There there's also a male that was saying uh, rude things, and this 14-year-old girl named Grace, which is my brother's friend, stood up for us, saying that's not right, shouldn't do that, that's racist, and things like that. So then they started um, verbally abusing her, saying that she needs to do better for herself, be better for herself, cursing at her, and. I'm I'm
0: saying, no you know what? Let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. I'm going to replay that clip in a second. But the first thing I want to point out is the young lady who's organizing the party, she said that it was a fourteen year old girl named Grace who stuck up for the black kids that were being ah, what do you want to call it that i don't I don't like to use the word abused because abuse is such a strong connotation, but they were yelling uncalled for things at these kids, right? And it was a 14-year-old girl named Grace who stuck up for them. A 14-year-old white girl named Grace who has gone on the record to say, yes, these adults were using inappropriate language and racial slurs. A 14-year-old child had to stick up for other 14-year-old children against adults who wanted to call them black fuckers and niggers and tell them to go back to their Section 8 housing. A 14-year-old child, what 14-year-old child should have to experience anything like this? Please explain to me what 14-year-old child, does your 14-year-old child deserve to experience anything like this? If the answer is no, then no other 14-year-old child deserves to experience anything like that either. A 14-year-old child. My daughter is 11 and in three years, she'll be 14. And I'll tell you what, if I find out that some grown woman is labeling my child and speaking to my child in such a racist manner because she's trying to have fun at a pool party, oh, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. But you have a 14-year-old child who has to experience this. Okay, I just wanted to stop right there to to signify the age of these children. These are not thugs these are not grown people these are not college students these are not high school students these are 14 year old kids play the clip again
1: to sum it up when i went to go get my key pass from someone this lady was saying racial slurs to some friends that came to the cookout.
0: What kind of slurs was she saying?
1: She was she was saying things such as black effort, and that's why you live in section eight homes. There, there's also a male that was saying uh, rude things, and this 14-year-old girl named Grace, which is my brother's friend, who stood up for us, saying that's not right, you shouldn't do that, that's racist, and things like that. So then they started um, verbally abusing her, saying that she needs to do better for herself, be better for herself, cursing at her, and. I'm saying, no, that's wrong. She's 14. You should not say things like that to a 14-year-old. And they're like, um, well, you need to go back where you're from and things like that, telling me um, I need to go back to my Section 8 home and stuff like that. So um, I said, excuse me. And then the other lady, her name's Kate, came up to me, and she smacked me in my face. She That was Kate, t- white, t- t- black? Kate's Caucasian. Caucasian okay. And she went, and she hit me in my face, and that's when both of the women attacked me.
0: Okay, so if you listen to what the kid who was recording the video said and you listen to the young girl that was the organizer of the pool party said, both of their stories match up, basically. He states that there was a fight. He was in the bathroom and there was a fight. And then after the fight, they called the police. She's saying that she was the person that was in the fight. She's the person that was in the fight. And she is the, her and this white lady were getting into it. This grown white woman, excuse me, We're getting into it because they had been called racist words and they didn't appreciate being called racial slurs. They didn't appreciate that when they were trying to have a good time at the pool party that there were white people there that felt like because they were black, they shouldn't be there. Now, a lot of people will use the argument, well, they didn't live in the neighborhood and they shouldn't have been at the community pool. Guess what? Numerous reports have come out that said the majority of the kids at the pool party lived in the neighborhood. The young girl who organized the party has gone on record to say the majority of kids that lived, lived in the neighborhood, the young kid that videoed the clip that we've all watched has gone on record to say most of the kids at the pool party lived in the neighborhood. So the majority of the children at the party lived in the neighborhood. Yes, there might have been a few quote unquote bad apples that didn't live in the neighborhood, but that, that doesn't justify calling somebody a dumb fucker. And I know this is a Christian show, but I want to use the word so that I can give you the same kind of offense that these children felt when they were trying to have a pool party to celebrate the end of school. How many of us have at the age of 14 and 15 experienced somebody having a pool party and we jumped the fence to get in? How many of us at the age of 14 and 15 have jumped the fence of a community pool for a community that we did not belong to in order to enjoy the pool to have a good time? How many of us at the age of 14 and 15 used our neighbor's pool or jumped into an apartment complex pool, whether it be in the daytime or the nighttime, in order to just go to the pool and have a good time? That's what 14 and 15 year old kids do. Stop acting like the fact that they jumped the fixed fence to get into a pool party is some kind of outrageous act that children have never done in the history of mankind. Please stop acting like these children went above and beyond the actions of normal American children by jumping a fence to get into a party. We know that the kids were at the pool party. They were being They were being hailed at with racial slurs. They were being told that they needed to go back to their Section 8 housing. They were being told that they didn't belong. A couple of the white kids at the party stuck up, or one of the white kids at the party stuck up for the young lady organizing the party, and that's when this grown woman decided it was within her right to slap a 14-year-old child, to slap a 14-year-old child. No, we want to put the responsibility on these kids instead of putting the responsibility on the adults who are supposed to be more mature, they're supposed to have more training, they're supposed to have more understanding. But no, we wanna put the the majority of the responsibility on these 14 and 15 year old kids. I hear white people across the country saying, well, if the kids had just done this and if the kids had just done that and if the kids had just done this, let me tell you something I know about 14 and 15 year old kids. Number one, they're stupid. That's number one. 14 and 15-year-old kids are stupid. They are stupid. They are absolutely dumb. That's what they are. No offense to any 14 or 15-year-olds who happen to be listening to this show, but 14 and 15-year-old kids are stupid. That's what they are. That's what I was when I was 14. That's what you were when you were 14. They are stupid. What else do we know about 14 and 15-year-old kids? They think they know everything. They think they know everything. And another thing we know about 14 and 15 year old kids is that they rebel against authority. So in other words, these kids were doing what 14 and 15 year old kids do. They were being stupid. They thought they knew everything and they rebelled against authority. That's what they do. But nobody wants to talk about what the real issue is in this story. It's not about the kids. The issue is not the kids. The issue is not even the racial slurs. The issue is not the fight that the woman and the young girl got into that caused the police to be called. Although I do think that does need to be a bigger issue and I do think charges should be brought up against that woman if they can verify that it happened. Which I'm sure they'll have no problem doing. But the real issue here is not even being talked about. And you know what? Ugh, I got to take a break. I'm sorry. I got to take a quick break. This is a special edition of Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G. You're tuned in to Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network and I got to take this break. I'm sorry. I got to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. <music>
1: The odds of a babysitter calling 911, 1 in 1,400. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, 1 in 150. To learn the signs of autism, visit AutismSpeaks.org.
0: Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Moment of Clarity is your man, Stefan G. Right here on the Promise Life Network. A special edition of Moment of Clarity. Like I said, I'm not even supposed to be on the radio today. I'm sick. I'm breathing through my nose. It's getting on my nerves, but I had to talk about this McKinney, McKinney, Texas story that broke out over the past couple of days. And this edition of Moment of Clarity is brought to you by SiteGeeks. SiteGeeks at SiteGeeks.com. Visit SiteGeeks.com to make sure your website is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Go to SiteGeeks.com and get your comprehensive 77-point website review. SiteGeeks.com, make sure your website is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I'm talking about this McKinney, Texas story. And the number one issue that nobody, well, that, excuse me, the majority of America decided not to focus on. The number one issue that the majority in America decided not to focus on is the unjustified use of force by this police officer. If we strip away what happened before and we strip away why the police were called, okay, the police were called for this reason. Yes, we understand that. And the police had to chase a bunch of kids around. Yes, we understand that. However... That does nothing to justify why this police officer felt it was necessary to walk over to a young lady who had walked away from him. Let me point that out first and foremost. This young lady had walked away from the police officer. She stood there and she ran her mouth for a little bit. Yes, she stood there and she flipped her lips for a little while. Yes, I'm sure she said some things that she probably should not have been saying. So freaking what? He told her to get out of here. A couple of times he said, get out of here, get out of here. Go stand over there. Go stand over there. And what did she do? She walked away just as she was instructed she walked away. Now she didn't stop talking, but she walked away. She did what she was told to do. She walked away. But this police officer, because he didn't like what she had to say, felt it was necessary to go over to where she was and drag her back into the fray of everything. He had to physically go get her. In order to drag her to the point where we all saw her being manhandled on that clip. And this is why it becomes a problem for me. The reason it becomes a problem for me is, as you heard the young man who, who recorded the video clip say, it was like he was invisible. Numerous times he talked about how it was like he was invisible to the police, how he was sitting down all of his African-American friends, but didn't say a single solitary word to him. And if you look at the clip, if you look at the clip very closely in the very beginning, you'll see a point where the police officer who has lost his mind is telling people to sit down and he looks directly at the camera and skips over the camera and tells the next person beside him to sit down. So he tells the guy on the left to sit down, looks directly at the camera, says nothing, and tells the guy on the right to sit down. That is the reason that people... Black people in this country feel like it is racially motivated. For all of my white friends who are still listening, I'm sure it's very few of you. But for all of my white friends who are still listening, that is the reason that black people in America believe that it is racially motivated, because we looked at the clip and we saw nothing but black kids being sat down. We know that there is absolutely no way that he verified that each one of these black kids were the people and the culprits in the problem that were insinuated the initiated the calling of the police we know that there's absolutely no way he verified these are the people that caused the problem but he took it upon himself to sit down only the black kids and handcuff only the black kids And single out only the black kids and then decided to take it upon himself to go and drag a 14 year old girl down by her neck and her hair and her arms to the ground, stick his knee in her back and on her head to keep her from getting up. Tell me, where did he fear for his life when he walked over to where this 14-year-old child was and dragged her down to the ground? What point did he fear for his life when he dragged her to the ground? And I've asked that question on multiple Facebook posts, numerous forums, numerous comments about the stories. Nobody has been able to answer that question for me. At one point, as she had walked away from him, Did he feel like whatever she said was a threat to his life to where he had to go back over to her and drag her down to the ground and subdue her so that she could be placed, quote unquote, under arrest? You can't answer the question. You can't answer the question because there is no answer for the question because there is no place during that entire scene where he felt like that 14 year old girl was a threat to his life. And I'll say it again. If he did, if he felt like that 14 year old girl in a swimsuit with a towel in her hand was a threat to his life, he needs to resign today because he is not fit to be a police officer, period. Period. He does not have the chutzpah necessary to be a police officer. He just does it. But he's being defended. Even the residents say that he should get a medal, that he did the right thing, that he, kept, he saved their lives, basically. He saved them. He kept the community safe. I saw no problems with the community being safe with a bunch of kids at a pool party. Come on now. It's a bunch of kids at a pool party. Let's even go so far as to say that these kids were drinking alcohol and snorting lines of cocaine off of each other's backs at the pool party. There was no danger there still. Now, would we have called the police? Absolutely. We still would have called the police because 14 year olds snorting coke off the back of other 14 year olds. That needs to be dealt with. But there's still no danger for your life. You, aren't, you haven't been saved from anything. What you did do, though, was you got all those black kids that you didn't want in your neighborhood out of your neighborhood. That's what you did. And that's what you wanted anyway. And that's why this is a racial issue. And that's why this is a problem. Because people in this country... White people in this country refuse to deal with the unjustified use of force against African Americans. What he did to that little girl was an unjustified use of force. There was no justification for him using that level of force against that 14 year old girl. But we have continually seen over and over over the course of the past four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years police who have continually used continually overreacted and we keep saying, well, they're human or well, they felt they feared for their lives. Listen, if there's six of you against one guy and all six of you fear for your life, all six of you need to quit because if six of my friends get together and we're fighting one dude. None of us are afraid for our lives. We know we got this guy. And if you six people with guns and batons and tasers don't feel like you can take down one person without being afraid for your life, quit today. I don't want you on the police force because you can't save me from anything. I don't want you on the police force because you can't help me. You're afraid for your life. I want someone who's what we talk about when we talk about our police officers. I want someone who's brave and courageous and puts their life on the line every day and every night. Someone who deserves more than they're being paid because they're being paid squat. Somebody that I can go and I can march for and I can say this person deserves whatever it is you want to give them. Someone I can be proud of. Someone that I can say, sir, I salute you. Sir, I appreciate you. You get paid squat. You put your life on the line every night. And you, sir, are brave and courageous. I don't want a coward that with six of his coward friends are afraid that one person is going to kill them all. Because when somebody says they're afraid for their life, it means it's supposed to mean that they think they're going to die. And if you are afraid for your life because you've got five 14 year olds around you, After you dragged one of their 14-year-old friends down to the ground, you need to quit today, period, point blank, end of conversation. And that's where I am on this topic. It's exactly where I am on this topic. It's the only place that I am on this topic. And anybody that doesn't agree with me, please leave a message and leave your thoughts in the comment section because I want to hear them. As much and as loud as I get on this show, I appreciate dissenting views. I appreciate the discourse. But on this one, ladies and gentlemen, the guy was wrong. Let's stop trying to justify his actions and placing all the blame on these children. And let's let this man stand up for what he did. He is trained, he is mature, and he has been put in this situation for a reason. It's his job. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. Check y'all later.